Hi there! Welcome to this week's episode of REAP, where REAP stands for Read, Examine, Apply, Pray. My name's Ed Burdett, and I'm glad to be spending this time with you. As we get started, I wanted to say that REAP, as well as the daily readings at One Year Bible Podcast, is possible because of donations from listeners like you. We don't run ads, so all of our support comes from listeners who value what we do and want others to experience it as well. Every dollar donated lets us reach over 250 people with Bible resources. So if this podcast is valuable to you, or if you'd like to help spread the word across the world, would you join us in supporting this work? To donate, you can visit oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Special thanks to our monthly donors who consistently and faithfully give to help us in our mission. And once more, that address is oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. And now, on to REAP. The purpose of REAP is for us to learn and then practice a pattern for getting more out of Scripture as we read and listen through. The way it works, we pick a section of this day's reading, either from the Old Testament, the New Testament, or the Psalms. And then using that passage, we walk through this four-step process. First, we read the passage, and next we examine it. This is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything that catches our attention. After that, we look to apply the passage, connecting it with our lives today. And lastly, we get to pray. Our passage this week comes from our New Testament reading. It's from Matthew chapter 26, verses 47 through 58. Using this passage, then, we'll read, examine, apply, and pray. Before we get started, let's ask God's favor on our time. Father God, thank you for this moment. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your word, and thank you that we can read and listen to you. We ask for your help to understand. Transform us as we listen to the words breathed out by you, Father God. We treasure you, and anything from you is worth our attention and our focus. Help us and have mercy on us, we pray. Amen. Let's get started now by reading Matthew chapter 26, starting in verse 47. While he, that is Jesus, was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and clubs, from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whoever I kiss, he is the one, seize him. Immediately he came to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, why are you here? Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. Behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all those who take the sword will die by the sword. Or do you think that I couldn't ask my father, and he would even now send me more than twelve legions of angels? How then would the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? In that hour Jesus said to the multitudes, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I sat daily in the temple teaching, and you didn't arrest me. But all this has happened that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Those who had taken Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were gathered together. But Peter followed him from a distance to the court of the high priest, and entered in and sat with the officers to see the end. This is our reading, and now we'll move on to the examine portion of REAP. And again, this is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything we notice in this passage. 
The first thing that stood out to me, it's in the first verse we read. That verse, verse 47, says this, that while Jesus was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve, came and with him a great multitude with swords and clubs. First, the fact that there was a great multitude, the text says, many, many people in this group. And then also they came armed with swords and clubs, which tells me that they don't know who Jesus is, that they think that swords and clubs are going to be powerful against him. The next thing that stood out, it's in verse 50. Here, Jesus responds to Judas, and this verse says this, Jesus said to him, friend, why are you here? Even as he is betrayed, Jesus calls Judas friend. He also asks Judas a question, and we know that Jesus knows the answer, so this question must be for Judas's benefit. No answer from Judas is recorded here. Perhaps he was silent, perhaps he thought on this question later on. The next verse, verse 51, says, Behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword, and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. So if the people coming to arrest Jesus don't really understand him and understand his mission, neither does this follower of Jesus. But Jesus corrects him, and then in verse 53 he says this, Or do you think that I couldn't ask my father, and that he would even now send me more than twelve legions of angels? This really stood out because Jesus is saying that even though it's the will of his Father that he complete this mission, that he go to the cross, he's saying he has such access that he could ask his Father and his Father would grant him this wish. He would answer his son's plea and take him out of there if Jesus wanted that. Jesus completes this thought this way. In verse 54, he says this, How then would the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? So there is a mission that Jesus is aiming to complete, and he's committed to that mission. In fact, two verses later in verse 56, he says this, But all this has happened that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. There is a single-mindedness about Jesus' movements at this point. The scripture must be fulfilled. In verse 57, it says this, Those who had taken Jesus led him away to Caiaphas the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were gathered together. It's interesting that they took Jesus to the ruler priest of Israel. Their best bet for successfully indicting Jesus, they think, is not before the Romans, but before the Jews. The very last thing that stood out to me, it's in the last verse we read. That verse says that Peter followed Jesus from a distance and entered into the court of the high priest and sat with the officers, and then it says this, to see the end. Peter, more than the other disciples, wants to see how this all works out. These are the things that stood out to me in this passage, and if I missed something that you noticed, feel free to share that as a comment over at oneyearbiblepodcast.com on the webpage for this day's REAP episode. Now let's move on to the application portion of REAP. And again, this is where we look to connect what we've read with our lives today. In reading Jesus' words here, we get a view into what he was thinking, what were his priorities, and what was his mindset. We saw that he repeats this phrase about the fulfillment of the prophecy of the scriptures. We can say then that pursuing God's mission is Christ-like. This is something that Jesus the Christ was committed to. Each one of us as followers of Jesus also have things that God has given us to do. We have tasks and responsibilities and missions that the Lord has placed before us. As we pursue those things, we can know that we are following in the footsteps of our master, that he too considered it worthwhile to complete the task given to him. If there is something the Lord has asked you to do, a role that the Father has asked you to play, know that it is a worthy and a Christ-like thing to pursue that to completion. That's an application I see here, and if you see another one, feel free to share that also at the webpage for this day's REAP episode. 
Now let's move on to the last part of Reap, where we get to pray. Father in heaven, we are amazed at your relationship with Jesus the Son, that even in these last moments, he knows that your ear was open to his voice and that you would have rescued him if he had asked. Father, thank you for your love for the Son. Thank you for the mission that you sent him on to rescue us. And thank you for each person that he has rescued and will rescue. Even in this tense and conflicted time, Jesus is at peace. We see that. He calls Judas friend. He freely offers himself up to this crowd. May we have something of your trust, Lord Jesus, your faith, your deep belief in the goodness of your Father. Thank you, Jesus, that even though you could have asked for a way out, you humbly and at the cost of your life followed through. Your obedience has made all the difference for us, and we thank you on our faces. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Father God. We worship you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for this time in your word. Transform us by its power. We pray these things all in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me for this week's episode of REAP. In addition to this recorded version, we also meet as a group and do REAP live. This happens over Zoom every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. From 12 o'clock to 12.45, we read, examine, apply, and pray together. If you'd like to join us, you're more than welcome to. The way to get that information is to send me a note through oneyearbiblepodcast.com. That way, I'll have your email address and can send you the Zoom links for those Friday sessions. It's always an encouraging and inspiring time circled around God's Word, and I hope you'll join us on one of these upcoming Fridays. That's all the announcements we have for this week. I hope you have a good Friday and weekend and week upcoming, and I look forward to talking with you soon. 